0: Hey guys, welcome to Hope It Helps. My guest today has been working in the social media and digital marketing industry for the last few years. One day at work back in 2019, while catching up with her friend Maram about the events of the past weekend, where she had a run-in with an ex-boyfriend. During that conversation, they had a thought that many people could probably relate to that story, and in that moment decided to start a podcast, and DX Babies was born. Fast forward to today, the podcast has grown significantly and built a large following, They have been featured in newspapers and have co-hosted multiple events. The vision behind the podcast is to both empower men and women by providing a platform for discussing topics surrounding dating and relationships, and building a community where people can come together and have these conversations freely. During this episode, we discussed her journey with building the DX Babies podcast, we talk about all things surrounding dating in today's world and the scene in Dubai, and we both share our experiences going through therapy and the importance of vulnerability. Her ability to be open and vulnerable is something that I truly admire. Her podcast sheds a light on many of the topics that people growing up in the Middle East face but may not be comfortable discussing openly, and I think that we can all relate to it in some way. And to remember that vulnerability is a beautiful gift that you give to the world and yourself. Please welcome to the show the co-founder and co-host of the DX Babies podcast, the one and only Miss Lana Makhzoumi.
1: Hey, so happy to be here.
0: Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I really appreciate your time. So me and you met quite recently, a couple of weeks ago, yes. and you mentioned that uh, you have a podcast. I do. And when I heard what it was about, I was like, oh, I have to have Lana on the show because I love <laughs> the topic and the vision behind it. But before we get into that, I yeah. just wanted to explain to you know the listeners and everyone Where'd you grow up? What's the story? And we'll take it from there.
1: Hey guys, it's so weird being a guest on a podcast. (laughs) I'm usually the one in charge and charge and control. So yeah, my name is Lan, I'm 26 years old. I grew up in Dubai. Um, I am Lebanese, went to university in the States, did my master's, and I came back home. Okay. that's basically me in a little tiny nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Super (laughs) tiny.
0: (laughs) All right, so, uh, you moved back, uh, when, recently, or? Three years ago. Three years ago, okay. God, it's been three years, yeah. Uh, Time flies, right? Time flies. Time (laughs) does fly, (laughs) we're in July. (laughs) Especially this year, time just kind of stopped, and everything kind of just... I told you
1: I was supposed to move to London.
0: You're supposed to move to London in March. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Now I'm here working for a (laughs) London office in Dubai.
0: So, are you planning to move over when I don't know?
1: I don't know. The appeal to it, like you know, when like you're like about to move to a new city, like yeah, I'm gonna pack my bags, I'm gonna go. Now I'm like, am I gonna enter like a COVID like London like take the two? I don't know. It doesn't sound super appealing to me anymore. What changed? Change is that i i just i thought it was exciting i think i had this momentum of going mm. and then also i do have a podcast so that was also something that was stressing me out in the back of my mind and now honestly it was a blessing in disguise because now i get to focus on the podcast more i get to focus on me more yeah and spend time with my beautiful family <laughs> and my brother who hasn't lived at home in four years <laughs> it's been so much fun
0: <laughs> okay no that makes sense um well we'll see yeah you never know you never, you never know. know yeah London is a place I wanted to I've always wanted to live in but mm. after living in Amsterdam I was like yo I never want to live in London it's just really like I love London but to live there like the it's so hectic
1: I am hectic me, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah you are too by the way you are too yeah, but i'm that's like true. now
0: i've learned a new form of hecticness that's on my time not someone <laughs> okay, else's you fine. know what i mean
1: because <laughs> like when i describe myself i'm like energizer bunny and hectic those are the words to describe me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was gonna ask you so i've listened to a couple of episodes of the podcast okay and when i was listening to them i was just laughing because the more one it's, i think some of them are hilarious but thank you I'm like, how does this girl have this much energy? This I makes am. no sense. Like, I'm at the gym now, and she has more energy than I do. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm like, if we could bottle that and sell it, we'd make bank. Yo. <laughs> By
1: the way, we'd make bank. Bank. I tell my parents all the time, I think my blood was laced with caffeine like I, when i was born because i'm just caffeinated i'm just like yeah yeah I, I wake up in the morning my parents are like god she's awake and i'm like let's go mom dad let's do a workout they're like why
0: you're just on a different vibe
1: i'm a, I'm a different vibe different species of a person
0: I respect to you i don't know how you do it Thanks. honestly um so i wanted to get into dxb babies and the podcasts so to the people who don't know why don't you tell us what is DX Babies and what's it all about?
1: Okay, so DX Babies is a podcast that me and my friend slash co-worker at the time actually is how we met uh, Madame she uh, is Algerian-Palestinian grew up in Abu Dhabi so we were in um, our pantry like at work at lunch and I was telling her like a crazy weekend story of like a run with my ex usual stuff that happens to me and uh, she was like I was like telling her this story and I'm like super like yeah and then he saw me and he saw me and he was like wow you look good and I was like uh, and I like went away and she was like girl we should start a podcast I was like you're right Right now. I told you I'm gonna go get I'm like, right now. Went into the janitor's closet. It was the only soundproof room in the office. We took out our phones at that time. We didn't know about the equipment that we have today. And we just started recording. And that was DX Babies was born.
0: That's how it started? That's
1: literally how it started. We posted the first one and it was a hit. And then we just kept going week after week. We would post and post. And then it kind of like blew up. And basically our podcast wants to, we want to empower men and women. And we wanted a podcast that has relatable issues to what a 20-something, 30-something is going through living in the UAE, dating, career changes relationship advice living with your parents different religions when you're dating someone different cultures especially like in the Middle East I felt like there isn't really a platform or a community of people that can really talk about this stuff or hasn't before that's
0: true, that's true. so
1: we were yeah. like let's do it let's be the first two women and then the national newspaper did a story on us and that's when we blew up
0: no way yeah yeah, yeah. oh shit how did that come how did that come together did you just
1: this woman like reached out to us on Facebook and was like we love your podcast at the national like everyone's obsessed with it we would love to do an interview and they did an interview like front page tabloid section wow. or whatever yeah and then we were like we blew up and then it's just it's been amazing like even just having girls like reply to our stories and be like i was in an abusive relationship and episode six you don't understand how much it helped me it's like i was listening to my girlfriends like i would laugh and like no one's like around me be like i'm laughing with you guys but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm like that's just what it's all about
0: so it's that's so that's the best starting story like ever like okay we just had a conversation janitor's closet let's go that's awesome
1: janitor's closet really smelt in there <laughs> we have a video we were like when we make it this is how we started yeah it's
0: good that's good that's great right. content to have you know where we before it's the before and after right yeah
1: exactly so
0: when you guys started it was it did you want it to be like a long was do you think it was a long-term thing or it just kind of started and you're like just rolled on rolled on from there
1: at that point, we didn't really have a plan. Um, it kind of was just like, let's just roll with it. And then when the national newspaper, and then we went to the Nassab thing, we started getting asked to be hosts of like at D3, we did fashion week, forward fashion week. Then we kind of decided like, okay, whoa, like people like actually know about us. Like we're we're actually like doing stuff. Like we need to take this more seriously. So mm-hmm. that's like kind of, we did like a whole PowerPoint on like our mission statement, our purpose. We started going to events and being like hosts for like panel discussions on women empowerment. And we did one on fashion and dating and my dad came on as a guest no. and my mom was sitting there and my dad was like let me tell you something if a woman doesn't dress her best on a date night dump her my mom was like sitting right there she's like I'm mad. how can you say this stuff my dad's like Shh. It's like, Coco, stop. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like creating problems out in the household. <laughs> so yeah, it's been, it's been entertaining. It's been amazing. It's the journey. We're still on the journey. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's still yeah. starting. It's been like a year now.
0: Yeah, it's been about a year. So, I, I was looking at the numbers. Yeah. So the National, when did that come around? What At what point in the, the podcast? Was it like right at the beginning or like a couple episodes in? So
1: we started the podcast, I want to say like May, no, April, and then the podcast, the we had our first event at nasab which was international podcast day and when we thus we did a live recording and then national came out october
0: okay so it's like six <clears throat> about six months down the line six
1: months down the line and then d3 reached out to us in november and then a lab a monkey lab which is this online publication here reached out in december and then january we did something else so it's just been like Back to back, and just it's been amazing. And the support, like, you know, you always get the haters that are like, these girls have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to dating. And we're just like, we're telling our experiences and what we've concluded from our experiences. And that's just and most women and men have gone through what we've gone through. Oh,
0: yeah, I'm sure.
1: Breakups, cheating, and yeah, all yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've listened to a couple of episodes, and there's so much stuff that's relatable. And what I liked about it in particular is that, like, you can have these kind of conversations with like your friends and stuff, but yeah. I'm like, these are two girls talking about dating. And I just from my as a guy I wanted to understand I'm like how are how do they think about this like the situation, for example, on like a dating app? Like yeah. what was their perspective compared to what like I like was experiencing? So I thought it was super interesting and I love the concept behind it and you're right, no one here really talks about that kind of yeah, stuff. Like thank pub- you. publicly. Publicly. Yeah. So awesome job.
1: Thank you. I, love I appreciate it. that. Thank you.
0: So what's the I guess what's the motor like what's the motivation for the podcast now like looking forward what are you trying to do with it where would you like it to go what are you-
1: We are definitely we are starting to find it as like a massive brand that and with like little things underneath it so okay. we would love it to have like other podcasts that would be under dx babies and dx babies kind of be like the mothership of it and then we also want to start doing merchandise we keep getting asked so i have a phone case that's on my phone now because i don't i got a new phone god bless my dad but i have a phone case that says dx babies on it like i have a shirt that says baby dx baby like we're starting to like find that like people are like they want to feel like they're part of a community sure so we're yeah. starting to do like merchandise our our end goals to start doing like sold out arenas of like uh, i mean this is like down the line, hopefully, but arena of like us going on stage and doing a podcast live.
0: So like a lot, li- like a live recording of like a podcast. Basically, a
1: concert of just me and Madame I'm talking, but <laughs> 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 no singing or dancing and or TikToking. Okay, uh, that's kind of like the end end goal. Um, yeah. But we want like we want to expand this beyond the Middle East. We want to expand it to other places there's a lot of people who are who are dealing with like the expat issues that like maybe we are in other places true, we just true, we yeah. just haven't tapped into them yet so i think just broadening our community getting the message of dx babies being like it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to talk about these topics about dating getting cheated on i just feel like women are scared men not as much but i feel like women are really scared to talk about this stuff and i'm like why we need to be empowered by this
0: why, why do you think they're scared to talk about it like, from a woman's perspective, what do you think?
1: There, There's a guard. I think a lot of people go through experiences maybe of, like, being too vulnerable and getting shot down. Men, too. Men, too. Men, too. That's very true. Men, sure, too. I'm sure. uh, just talking from a woman perspective, but men, too. But I just, I feel like there's also this stereotype of, like, you don't want to see a woman as weak because then you kind of find her a bit, like... Not unattractive, but it just doesn't look as appealing if you find, like, a strong woman that's resilient and then, like, just, like, has, like, this tough outer. If you see someone that's, like, a bit more vulnerable, I don't know, there's this... I know from personally, especially in work environments and stuff like that, that we we can't show that, like, we have a soft side or, like, we might be vulnerable in situations. Madame feels the same way, actually. Really? Yeah. And so, like, we want to, like, empower women that it's okay to, like be vulnerable meant to it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to get your heart broken that's how you're gonna know what you want in life yeah That's how you're gonna learn That's how you're gonna grow
0: 100 yeah. percent. and you perfectly segued on to the next question
1: <laughs> great so,
0: no because uh when we met last week and we were speaking within like 10-15 minutes you were, i could tell you're already so open with me you're so vulnerable to share and whatever and i love that and i'm a huge cool. like advocate for like vulnerability and stuff so wanted to get your perspective why is have you always been like this number one and if why is it so important to you
1: exactly too you see like tattooed on my head uh i know i wasn't always like this okay i wasn't okay. um i think a few experiences in my past especially going to the states after growing up here love dubai is my childhood but going to the states after being in a bubble of like your parents and of course everyone going to college is it's a difficult transition think Especially for people who've grown up here, because it's kind of, we've been in this amazing sheltered life, but it hasn't been a bit sheltered. So, 100%. getting dropped in Dallas, Texas, literally middle of nowhere, having to join a sorority, having to be of my own, having to whatever, whatever, having a roommate in a tiny dorm, frat life, football games. I was like, what is this world? I just <laughs> entered and like my guard was up. I was like, I cannot show who I really am. I'm a Lebanese girl coming from Dubai. They're going to think this of me. And they did. Of course they did. Oh, yeah, rich girl from Dubai doesn't know anything about the States. So I put up my guard like immediately. I became Mm. a different human being. I joined a sorority. Nothing against sororities. I love you, DG. Nothing against <laughs> sororities. I still love my sorority, but it just like it was a wall that I put up because I needed to fit into specific society. So I refused okay. to be vulnerable with anyone. I no one knew anything really about my Dubai and stuff unless what they saw on Facebook. Um, and then two years into it, I got really depressed because obviously, when your body, I think it's also a physical thing that happens to you when your body, when you're rejecting vulnerability, you're rejecting being open and truthful to yourself and others. Your body kind of like does something with the brain chemicals I'm not a psychologist but I'm assuming this is what happens (laughs) something happens your serotonin probably goes lower and I just became super depressed I like had to go like my parents had to fly over and then at that point I was like I can't do this to myself anymore I've done this for two years I cannot I kind of went to therapy I'm very open about this even on my podcast I went to therapy um and I just like kind of woke up I did a lot of like inner self I'd gained like 50 pounds because of like Texas obviously my mom goes why did you gain so much weight I'm like tacos girl what do you want me to say (laughs) obviously ate tacos it's good stuff it's good stuff it's good stuff God bless Texas. Um, and <laughs> so I lost all that weight because actually, not to go into like weight thing, but actually I realized that the weight I put on was like love. It was like the comfort was like food. Food, food. yeah. So it was like love. I was trying to feed myself in mm. food instead of like actually doing it in like healthier ways. Sure. Working out, talking to people, making friends. for So anyways, I, I went on a journey of finding myself in college my junior year did a year of therapy, did a year of working out, getting on back on my journey. And then after that I was like, no more, I'm now I'm authentic yeah and that's um as an authentic person i feel like you should be vulnerable with the people closest to you i'm not saying like the random person in the supermarket but someone that you're gonna have like a connection with and you believe like you trust i think we have good instincts don't you yeah as humans yeah yeah you can feel it
0: you can feel it exactly but it's also what i've learned in my experience there's so many parts of that that i resonate to by the way really oh my god that's awesome yeah 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 100 percent. like um i don't where do i start yeah start
1: i (laughs) want to (laughs) know i need to hear this
0: one thing for me was i remember i've only had one relationship it was a six-year relationship yeah we discussed this a little bit yeah exactly and in that relationship um i actually always asked me you don't like tell me things like you don't really share and this is what would happen so she would tell me anything that bothered her right anything and all the time like little things too? L- little things okay little things okay Mo- it was mostly little things to be honest and then and i wouldn't because she might do she might have done something that like i was like mm, like okay that annoyed me a bit but i'm like what like is there a point of saying anything i'm like nah there's no need yeah whatever and then but over time if you're if you keep telling someone like what you know I mean, you're, and i'm not saying anything this is not her fault by the way this is my fault it would get to a point that she'd do something and then I would just explode and I have like mm. a list I'm like you know <laughs> you know what you did all right check this out and then she'd be like whoa 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 like where did this come yeah, from yeah. Like, you know you know what I mean like why didn't she like why don't you tell me I'm like there was no point and that relationship taught me a lot about being more open and mm. being more vulnerable and you know speaking to people and I was also three years ago I was 100 kilos so I've also had no way yeah, yes, yeah. sweet loss journey oh <laughs> yeah you know what I mean yeah so there's so many things that you said you wanted to get onto the therapy thing because I think that's interesting so actually this is probably the first time that I'm sharing it I also recently did therapy a couple months ago and what was your experience with it what was the because <laughs> you said you went for a year right so that's quite that's quite a while
1: was a long time
0: so what was the I guess how was that experience for you
1: Okay, I'm going to get really, really vulnerable right now. I'm going to be super raw. Let's go. Super raw. Super raw. Let's do it. I don't know how. But basically, I had a suicide attempt. Okay. In college, the okay. only way my parents said, you're going to stay at university is if you go see a therapist. So not only it w- it wasn't like of course I wanted to get help at that point. I was sure. like, okay, like I'm disastrous at this point. But, uh, so I was like, okay, like I have to do the therapy. And for me, I just felt so comfortable talking to this therapist about everything. And like one month, two months, three months, wasn't going to cut it for me. I needed a long time to like recover from the trauma Yeah find ways to develop healthier habits of dealing with my feelings and then moving on it was kind of like broken up into three parts almost okay yeah you know so three that's different
0: like sections kind exactly it was like yeah. first three
1: months the trauma second three months mechanism mm. then the last three like how i'm going to carry on by myself sure. i think therapy is amazing but it's what you do with it i don't believe you can go into a therapist's office and be like "Hey, fix me
0: exactly they're gonna there be like go. what do
1: you mean like what do you mean fix me like and it takes a good therapist to get down to like the layers you know, like peeling back the onion you always say on this spot on our podcast <laughs> peeling back the onion of like what the actual like true issues are within you and it yeah. takes a while for that to happen it could take a month it could take a year it took take like, three years so my view on therapy i'm so supportive of it and yeah like, even my friends sometimes are like, I don't know, like, you know, it's frowned upon, especially in this part of the world, it's frowned yeah. upon to have a mental illness. And I'm like, don't look at it as like a mental illness. You're going to get help from a third perspective that knows nothing about you. True. And you're choosing what to tell them.
0: I- exactly. it is it is It really is down to you. Um, was there in that in that in um, that whole, like, journey, was there a, like, an aha moment that everything, like, something, a session or something she said or something you learned that kind of that was the like spark that kind of accelerated i guess the healing or that that journey that you oh went my god, on oh god
1: yes and you're going to die at the story so please 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 yes. yeah yeah please. you're talking about like hypnotherapy too and stuff like yeah, this yeah, is like yeah, crazy yeah, 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 yeah. So she basically like put me on the bed and like closed my eyes and was like okay like we're going to like like imagine like where was your safe space as a child mine was jbc in back at G- Vera Beach Club back in the day Beach <laughs> Road yeah, yeah OG place right Shout out
0: to the old JBC yeah, yeah,
1: OG place <laughs> best place ever childhood yeah. that was my that was my happy spot she was like take back to an age I think I went back to like 10 and she was like what do you see and I was like I see a girl crying it was me crying I'd been bullied at the age of 10 I had no idea you I up. repressed the mm, memory yeah. so far back because if you look at me now you're like no way this girl was bullied like, like I walk and I do TikTok dances and clubs and bars I don't <laughs> care like I'm so open I'm so outgoing but I was like hectically bullied I went home and asked my mom or I called her because I was in the States and she was like yeah you are a bullied like you had to go to therapy for that when you were 10 I was like how do I like have zero recollection
0: you had none whatsoever zero wow. like I
1: completely repressed the memory wow. so far back into my subconscious yeah, yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah that's when the aha moment came up i was like okay like i was bullied like maybe this 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 is maybe it's contributed to this maybe my insecurities when i was 15 and i was chubby or like contributes like it kind of like unfolded everything yeah 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 that is when the healing process started
0: okay wow that's so interesting because in the in the course that i'm doing it talks about this and hypnotherapy and taking someone back to like when they were a child and so everything you're saying is kind of like what i've been studying about so it's crazy yeah so it's so interesting to see like how you went through that experience and that there are memories that we've repressed like when from when we were younger yeah and how they manifest themselves a lot later on to yeah. like whatever whatever we're doing so yeah. when one thing you said about therapy which i 100 percent agree with mm. was they're not there to fix you 100%. it's not i can't like you said, you don't just go to him and be like okay fix me yeah. no it's about number one i think the more open and vulnerable you are with specifically a therapist, that's probably the safest space for you to do it if anything there's no judgment there gives them the best chance to help you number yes. one and number two you got to put in the work you know what i mean you have to apply everything you're learning from every class so after every session i would sit for like an hour because he'd say things and challenge me and like some of my thoughts and perceptions and i'd be like okay that's interesting i've never thought about it like that mm. okay so i'd reflect and then i'd come with questions the next time so by that session three he's like i know you have questions like and i know there's <laughs> a lot we're going to talk about i'm like oh yeah hell yeah so it's yeah. but i only did four sessions uh, i did it in about a month period and the whole thing with me and i'm you know i'm comfortable sharing this mm. is the belief i had was always i'm not enough always throughout so my whole life no matter what i did whether it was in relationships mm. whether it was in um you know work whatever i always felt like Khalid needs to prove himself to be like enough or yeah. to be on the level of enough and unfortunately a lot in a lot of times you put in like 200 percent, but you still either don't get what you want or you know you lose something so you like it just reinforced that belief and even mm-hmm. though i was aware that i'm like you know you're not like i am and blah blah blah, it still wasn't there and i was talking about going to therapy for like a year or two i just never did it and then this year i don't know why something i guess there was a catalyst for it and yeah. I decided, i'm like nah now it's time to go and it's the best thing i ever did so Honestly. do you feel
1: like you not like solved the issue, but do you feel like you were able to find ways to better deal with like the I am not enough? Yeah. Part so of it?
0: what I what I what I learned is the most important thing out of that came all of it is now I don't believe it, which is the most important that's thing. Most important thing. That's 100%. the most important yeah. thing. Do I still at times maybe my, I feel it? Sure. Mm. But as long as I don't believe it, that's the key because yeah. it's you know how I think about it. I'm like, okay, I might not feel it in this moment. Then I remind myself. No, like i am blah, blah blah that's what i have on my phone my screensaver is that so just always every time i look at it it's just a r- constant reminder and just train your brain it does to start believing that you know the yeah. repetition over time that's how it works but um yeah man therapy and i think a lot of a lot of people still have a bit of a it's more common now but i think a lot of people are still a bit like
1: there's a stigma to it yeah for sure
0: yeah and i don't understand why though in the past maybe i'd get it but yeah. nowadays i don't know why it's
1: not normalized no, as normalized? much okay as much here i mean to be honest like i would probably count the amount of people on my hand that would be like yeah i'm okay with going to therapy if they like actually like i think everyone should go to therapy to be honest <laughs> i feel like every person should do it at least once in their life i bet you like there's things that they don't even recognize or are aware of that they have Hundred percent. so i think everyone should go but i don't know I, I don't feel like a lot of especially people like i surround myself with friends i don't know if maybe, like, five out of, like, how many, like, have actually gone and, like, worked on it. I think there's a stigma to it that it shows weakness. Yeah. I really do believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that, but I think there's society that has kind of put this norm that it's it shows weakness.
0: Do you think people or society see vulnerability as a weakness?
1: It's <sighs> a hard question because I don't, but... Y- Yes. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes and no. You
0: think it is? You think that's why it stops a lot of people from doing it? Hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I figured.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. Do you you. believe that? I know. For me, it's the ultimate strength. Me too. It's the like you. If I'm this comfortable to share something with you, doesn't mean that it's not about sharing it. That's not what it is. It's about if I shared this, would I be comfortable with that? Yeah. And I'm like hundred percent. So if I'm going to share this, what? in the world could anyone else say to me do to me that is ever going to like affect me in that way i'm like i i just told you what are you what are you talking about yeah. you can't like I, I, for me at least cuz i actually spoke to, i was speaking to my dad about this and a while back and he sees it as a weakness
1: interesting so, yeah
0: so it's so it was very interesting to see like how he thinks like you know how he thinks of it but i don't know that's just me
1: vulnerability is one of the greatest gifts we can give to people and ourselves
0: Hundred percent. I
1: actually believe that. Do you know Brene Brown? Of course, yo. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> she. I see like my mama, like my second mom. I love her. Unlocking she's, us. She's, she's amazing. She's amazing. Like amazing. her outlook on life, such vulnerability is just. It, it's actually what's really inspired me. Yeah. Like later in life, now, like the yeah, last yeah. couple years, um, she's just. She's remarkable.
0: She's amazing. What I love about Brene Brown is not just how she is and how she talks about vulnerability, but she's actually like a researcher and like there's, yes. there's actual yeah. data and like science behind like the stuff that she talks about so for all the people who might you know still think it's you know weakness or might not think it's the right thing to do there's data there to like show you you know mm. to back up you know everything that she's talking about that's why i love her I love her. I me too. She, I love her so much. She's awesome.
1: She's actually the coolest. No, I want to go stalk her in Houston. I swear. <laughs> I'm like, whenever I go to Texas, I'm like, I just want to go see this woman. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's yeah. super
0: cool. Uh, I'm definitely going to have her on the podcast one day.
1: Please do.
0: Invite me. Oh, 100%. We'll do a round table.
1: Yes. We'll do
0: a round table. Yes. But uh, I wanted to come back to, uh, I would, by the way, I did not expect <laughs> our conversation to go where it went. You know, even for me, I wasn't, this was not in the in the cards, but, <laughs> this that's, is me. but that's what I love. That's why I love yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, coming back to DXB babies and dating. First of all I wanted to ask where did the name come from? How did you guys think of that name?
1: Well we're both (laughs) we're both grew up in Dubai. We're both babies. We're twenty six. We're like, we're, so like... that's babies? <laughs> no, no. Like, <laughs> like, as in, like, we, we grew up here, so, like, DXB, because, like, we both grew up in Dubai, and sure. then, like, we grew up since we were babies. That was, like, the... Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of, like, DX babies. And we were, like, wow, it has, like, a cool ring to it, like, hot pink. Like, that's the...
0: It, it's catchy. It is catchy. It is catchy. You know what I mean? And I think for the... Your target—it's a very catchy thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I really, it's,
1: yeah. we nailed it. I think
0: I'm a DX baby too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. DX
1: babies always be like, "Hey, DX babies, <laughs> what's up?" Like, we, it's like who we call like our listeners and stuff. And yes. Yeah.
0: So I wanted to get into the juicy details Ooh, of dating here. Yeah, All right, favorite subject. I know. So <laughs> really one is. thing you said on uh, one of the podcast episodes, and I thought this was inter- interesting. Mm. You said there's you said apparently there's still a stigma around dating apps. Yeah. Do you th- do you think so? Really? One hundred percent. That okay. Walk me through that. That's surprising.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. I okay. This is we're gonna take this pre quarantine and then quarantine because it's changed. Okay. Pre quarantine, going on dating apps meant that. You just were like so desperate to meet people that you just went on a dating app. Why don't you just go out to a bar or to a restaurant or to a friend's house? Because right, like people always say, you meet friends of friends. That's how you meet people. Friends of friends. I always hear this in my mind. Yeah, it is true. That's true. a lot of my relationships sure. did come from friends of friends. Yeah, but that's not the only stream of way of we can meet people these days. We need to use this technology to our advantage. True. Women, men, use these dating apps. <laughs> Let me tell you the quality. So in March, quarantine started. I'm very outgoing as you can tell I love socializing I love people I was so bored at home I was like I just like want to meet new people this is what I do I love meeting new people so whatever that signal in my head that, okay so desperate it shows desperation well what if the guys what, what would they think of me and then I'm like no who cares downloaded Bumble I didn't download Tinder to be honest because I've heard a little shady things about Tinder here but downloaded Bumble the girls get to start the conversation first that was a plea I was like yes Love that. Uh, Downloaded it, put up the profile pictures, and hellas, I was on it. I've been just like swipe, 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 and met so many cool guys. Not a lot of them I really met in real life, but just made connections. I started, guys, girls, girls, women, if you are trying to date <laughs> on Bumble, let me tell you, do not say, hi, how are you? Don't do it. They'll probably ignore you. Okay. They just will. Okay. It's just going to happen. They're, they're more, more likely to ignore you than not. Do something fun. Okay, every question... Ugh, I'm revealing my secrets. It's fine. I'm helping people. It's okay. <laughs> the first question I ask a guy, I have three. Okay. What's the last song you karaoke to or jammed into your car and sang out loud? Okay. Um, <laughs> these are so cheesy. <laughs> Sunrise or Sunset. And uh, if you go on an adventure, right now we were in quarantine, where would you go? This not only shows you a bit about the person, right off the bat. What they sing to, it could be funny, like Backstreet Boys, or it could be like a super Arab song or whatever. Sunrise or sunset means either like they're an early riser or they like to sleep really late. And then adventure, you get to know are they spontaneous? Would they not take an adventure? So I think it shows you a lot about who the person is right off the bat.
0: Right off the bat. What's interesting mm-hmm. is. Uh, <laughs> so, what? I was, <laughs> so I was on, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I was on dating apps for a couple of years. Okay. Okay. I was mainly on Tinder, both here and like when I was in Amsterdam. Okay. So uh, after a while, like I told you, I just got, you know, sick of uh, like the whole swiping, swiping <laughs> and the whole process. Like my thumb has done it a million times. Like it's a pro. Told you me know? muscle memory. Yeah, muscle. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> look, it's already like it's going off. But for me, this is why. Number one, when like Tinder started or when Tinder was, it was the, you know, this, like the idea behind it. This is you want to ho- have a good time? You want to hook up? This is where you go. Yeah. Right. So obviously, as guys, well, I'm sure all of us are like, hell yeah, I can do this from <laughs> my bedroom. This is fantastic. OK, awesome. Uh, but then after a while, after being on it for a couple of years, OK, I had some had some <laughs> good experiences, had some terrible <laughs> experiences as well.
1: Oh, my God, I need to know a bad Tinder story
0: oh have you I've been I've been catfished
1: no yeah
0: yeah what yeah yeah yeah
1: like you saw the person and they were not what they look like on their profile
0: no I saw the person but they were not the they hid their size very well <gasps> yeah yeah
1: that's terrible see I don't believe see that's that's when it like it's no
0: hey whatever man we had a good time fuck it. <laughs> Like, you know,
1: I know, but I'm like, what? Life
0: gives you lemons, no matter how big the lemon, just squeeze it, you know, you have a good time.
1: But like, for me, it's like, white cap is you're going to see the person in real life? I know.
0: I was shocked. I was, I was was shocked. I was very, uh, I guess, unpleasantly surprised (laughs) is the right way to put it. You know, I just opened uh, opened the door and I was like, my brain is just, i had me and my brain had to talk. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. this was not what was the plan, right? Yeah. This was not what expected. So it's like, what do we do now? What's the situation?
1: Oh my God, that's hilarious. I just make the best of the situation. Best, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, Whatever. Live it's, your truth.
0: It's a new experience. It's a new experience. One I didn't plan to have. <laughs> but now I know for sure I don't want to have it again. So
1: it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good learning experience. Sorry, what were you saying?
0: So, um, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> so then... What I didn't like what after being on the apps for for a while and a couple of years, this is what I, didn't, I don't like about the app. I'm a people person. Mm. I want to come and meet you face to face. Like if for me, if I could, if we like match, let's say on an app, the first thing I would, my, if my in my ideal world that I'd like, be like, hey, let's go for a drink. That's it. It's a conversation. It's an hour. You get cuz on the phone you can hide so much. 100%. Who I am, who they are. 100%. Know, looks as well. Like you can yeah, do, yeah, you yeah. can do so much. And I like just meeting a person face to face. And what I didn't like is so you have to match. <laughs> then yeah. of course the girl and good luck I imagine she ever like sends you a message first. Yeah. Like impossible. Especially, impossible. especially on Tinder. So then as a guy, you know, you have to come up creative ways. Like you, you have to come up with like those questions. Yeah. You have to come up with that. So the one I that seemed to work a lot was if you had to pick three mus- musicians who have died now, to, if, you would see, if you could see them live in concert, who would they be? So it'd be like Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, whatever, and then you know the conversation goes off from there. Nice. And then if you're really lazy, stealing that. <laughs> all yours, all yours. And then if I'm really lazy, you just go like food or drink, like nothing, you know, that's it.
1: Copy paste food or drink. Yeah, honestly, paste. it's all. It's all.
0: And like you wouldn't. And after a while, you realize on Tinder, Tinder is not a, or at least in my experience, it was all about. It's a numbers game. It
1: is a numbers game. You know, game.
0: I don't even look at who I swiped. I just swipe, swipe, swipe until I said, "There's no one in the area." And then you see what comes the next day and then you go like okay we'll talk to this one not talk to that yeah. one and if you if you're selective I don't know I don't know about other guys but as a guy from <laughs> my from friends and our experience you ain't getting anywhere bro there's but no Bumble, way But Bumble that's
1: why I like Bumble because first of all you have to be like you have to authenticize yourself like you have to like, take a picture of yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. to make sure it's you yeah. so already like the catfishing d- decreases the probability that you're going to be catfished sure. second of all it puts it in the women's court, instead of having to go to a bar and have to wait for, a, not wait, but like, usually you want a guy to come up to you. That's sure. usually how it is here. Sure. Everywhere. So, uh, I mean, I think it's really attractive when a girl goes up to a guy. I've done it multiple times, it's always gone very well. But if like you're more shy and like don't want to go down that route, I think a dating app is a really good tool to use okay. to meet people. Sure. I do. Yeah. But I was in quarantine. I was like, I'm not meeting anyone. Like, yeah, yeah. I need people. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> send it. me people. I had Zoom dates. I had I had Zoom dates. My first date with this guy was on a Zoom. Okay. Then talked him after. <laughs> 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 just didn't work. Sounded like
0: a great date. It was yeah. What, what 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 was it? So okay, that's good. That's actually an interesting point. So you had a Zoom date. Yeah. And just from the conversation, you're like you're not feeling this guy. I wasn't you're like, feeling
1: what was it. It? it. Just I was like I could be his friend.
0: Yeah. Okay. Chilling. Only yeah. I could be his friend. Sure. Yeah. yeah,
1: the second one I went on um, was a walk. It was during lockdown still, so the eight p.m., eight p.m. or ten p.m. curfew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went on a walk in the greens. Super friendly, super chill. Got a nice like walk in. Didn't see it going anywhere. Kind of ghosted him. Kind of didn't ghost him. He asked me why I wasn't replying, and I said I just don't see this any- going anywhere. He's like, thank you, and done. Cool. Yeah, so, and then now I'm having luck, but <laughs> but I'm still on the dating apps, by the way, but um, now I'm having luck with this guy, but I think it's such a, like, it's just, it's so interesting. I think the quality, because a lot of my girlfriends have been on this app for, like, years okay so they even told me i was like what's your perspective because i'm still new to this game so like what's your perspective they're like the quality of men went up drastically people actually want to get to know you Mm. this is during lockdown so imagine you can't go out for the drink for a girl you can't so it's more like phone calls zoom dates texting a lot so i think guys took the opportunity to get to know you more than just like let's go get drink and maybe something happen will happen after no you actually get to know us you mm. want to walk in the greens? You have to get to know me because you can't touch. <laughs> you can't have alcohol in your mm. hands. Like, yeah. It's actually super raw and super vulnerable. We've been forced.
0: Interesting. Now we
1: come full circle. We've been forced to be vulnerable during quarantine. I yeah. actually believe that.
0: I think so too. I think a lot of people like during quarantine have, because of the lack of connection and human connection, it forced you to, I guess, either double down on the ones you had and make it a new relationship yes. almost. Cause you might share things with like your friends that they've never, you've never had these conversations. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't know you thought about this or yeah. going through this, whatever it might be. But on the dating apps, so what I didn't like about them, like I said, I like to just meet people face to face. right? So what, the, and this I'm like, this is a, I used to think I'm like, okay, this is a chance. Technically this is, gives you a better chance of meeting someone potentially, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're here for. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, you have to match. Then you have to have a conversation for God knows how long, and then you have to get the number, and then while well, we're on WhatsApp. Okay, so now we're in the new, we're in the new, you know, conversation. <laughs> Next stage of the ne- relationship. Exa- exa- <laughs> exactly, exactly. We- We've moved on, you know. And then like it was just like you have to do s- all of this just to sit down and have. And so I get we- it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. This is me. This is personal thing. Yeah. It's just for me. You yeah,
1: know? yeah, no, I get it.
0: Yeah, and then at work last last year, my friend uh, who was, was working with, she's like, "Have you heard of Bumble?" I'm like, "What's Bumble?" She's like, it's a dating app and the girl has to message first. I'm like, the girl has to message first. You're, I'm like, I have to get on this because yeah. I need to see how would a girl reach out to me? Yeah, yeah. How, how is she going to like entice me or, you know, ask yeah, me an yeah. interesting question? Because I've been, we've been doing it for years. And then without fail, without fail, either number one, they don't message <laughs> or the max I ever got was hate. And I'm like...
1: Oh, I'm disappointed for you.
0: No, for me, I was annoyed. I'm like, how dare you guys yeah, expect us you? to do this? And you're giving me hate. What are you talking about? Imagine the guy just sent you hate from a girl. We
1: should have matched on Bumble because I would have given you a really interesting question.
0: Yeah, we would have had a good conversation. We would have
1: had a good conversation. Yeah. yeah, but I think you should give it another try. <sighs> now, especially, I'm telling you.
0: I don't know. I can Honestly, I don't think I'm... I'm just not down. You're not down? Okay,
1: no. it's, it's a phase. I, I heard it's a phase people go through. Like, yeah. like, I wasn't yeah. on it before. Now I'm on it. I'll probably get off of it in a bit. Like, I'm not, like, active right now on it. The thing no. is, like, that's the thing. is, put time and effort into it. Exa-
0: exactly. It's yeah. annoying sometimes.
1: It is. It yeah. is. I get it. It's, it's time consuming.
0: But do you think that... Because um, you mentioned that there's a stigma around it. Is it is it from... Is it, is it like, more guys or is it girls? Because in my experience, at least, or when I sp- speak to people, it's a very... Open thing like no one, I, I never felt anyone has felt like scared or like ashamed of like being on these apps. So that, that's it. that's yeah. an interesting thing I'm trying to understand.
1: It's not that scared or ashamed. I personally think I have this thing that a guy thinks I'm just a good time if I'm on a dating app because it's a quick way to meet people.
0: Okay, I see what you mean. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, I see. I'm just like a okay. good
1: time, short term, not someone who actually wants to get. To, I'm not saying I want a boyfriend tomorrow, but I'm saying sure. like someone wants to see, like someone wants to see, like if there could be a relationship out of something. Yeah. Um. So I think the dating stigma, especially for girls for yeah. women, is that yeah. all these guys just want to hook up and that's it. That's how they go on these apps, which is a lot of guys do.
0: They do. No lie no they, they do. They I do. I think
1: Bumble does a good job of trying to decrease that yeah. because the girls have to start the conversation first. But with Tinder, I mean, come on. like T- it's,
0: Tinder? It's the worst. Here? Especially yeah. here? Especially here. If you're a guy and you go on Tinder, believe me, you're not going to like what you find. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, like you're not going to find quality stuff. You're not going to find people who actually want a connection. It's more like fun and that's yeah. okay live your truth yeah, I'm yeah. totally okay with that but if you're looking someone who's looking for like a connection like I am that's why I was super hesitant on going on these apps because I was like I don't want the guy to perceive me as someone who's just a quick good time no like I'm way more I'm way deeper yeah, that. yeah
0: yeah yeah you're, you're looking for something else you know exactly some people want that some people, some people just, want that and yeah, yeah that's
1: totally fine with them but do that's you, why I was scared
0: do you okay let me ask you this question because yeah. my we I used to argue with my friend about this so do you need so if you're looking at a guy right yeah do you need to have like if he doesn't have like a bio or something about him will you would you swipe or would you not swipe not swipe
1: <laughs> one million percent not swipe okay okay one million percent all right
0: walk me through that let me understand
1: listen you're looking at a guy's picture first of all if he has one photo swipe left one million percent only one photo swipe left you're not that's right rude. That. so we need to have 100%. minimum two okay minimum two okay you got to have a solo and then you have a friend picture if you're all friend pictures that mean that shows insecurity
0: this is so interesting. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll keep going. I've done my research on this, by yeah, the way. Please, please. <laughs> I've asked a lot of people. Okay, good. Uh, you always have to have a friend photo and a solo shot. Multi- minimum three is usually the best. Yeah. In your bio, I hate when they're like, they're like, what was this guy's bio the other day? It was like... It was like, swipe right for a good time. And I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> no, no, bro. And it had like a winky <laughs> sign. I'm like, that's like the worst <laughs> bio you could ever write in your life. No one is going to swipe right on you. I don't care how attractive you are. Yeah. Uh, more like, like, maybe like something cute. Like what I put, I put account manager by day, TikToker by night and people are okay. always like okay. oh you're on tiktok like it's kind of a conversation starter sure. They're okay. like oh my god you're on tiktok that's hilarious like everyone's on tiktok it also gives something like my like i like me and my pet dog like are living the quarantine life i don't know something cute witty small but like it shows a bit of like lightness if it's like way too deep and dark like 26 works at and y <laughs> has a pet dog like it's like okay relax bro like you're yeah, on dating yeah. app like you're not on linkedin okay. i think see keeping it lighthearted, but definitely minimum three pictures makes sure they're all not with people because they are it just shows insecurity okay even if you're not insecure it just yeah. shows that like you're not comfortable with being in a solo shot yeah. and men please just get just to have one of your friends just take a picture of you
0: right, we, i hate
1: these like pixelated pictures we're not good
0: at selfies are we no just <laughs> we don't like, like, get those angles right that's a problem but
1: the self-timer you know, <laughs> think i get all my pictures you think my mom is taking my pictures in quarantine i was self-timering <laughs> the entire time it's on everyone's app no one will judge you
0: that's true, that's true. Man, it's so funny.
1: Colors operate so differently, I
0: swear. Everyone, I think, has just a different perspective on these things. Like, when I was on, like, Tinder or whatever, and a girl would have, like, a paragraph of her bio, and I'd be like, I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I really don't care, you know? Like, I would ra- much rather find out these things. Like, okay, we swipe, we match. Okay, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to have a topic about things. But each girl is like i'm this kind of girl (laughs) i want the guy who has he has to be five foot five he has to be blue hair he has to have like so fucking specific and i'm not here for fun i'm not looking for a relationship i'm here for a relationship i'm like you're on the wrong app
1: yo if they're saying i'm looking for a relationship in their bio they say it yeah 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 yeah. Uh, no no red flag yeah i'm like what are you doing no i am like, you're on the wrong app yeah yeah seriously honestly so i've been on minder
0: i heard about this from you (laughs) This thing existed. I saw all I could come up with was jokes in my head, to be honest. So, how is that? How is that? Hilarious. And what's Minder for the people who don't okay, know? Okay,
1: it's Muslim Tinder. So, they're just grabbing all the people that are Muslim in the world, they're putting them on up By the way, kudos to the guy. I actually researched on the company because I was like, who thought of this? This Egyptian guy in Egypt. He was like trying to look for a wife and he wanted specifically, like, he wanted her to be live their truth he wanted her to be Muslim practicing the same yeah. same sect of Islam and so he created this app and found his wife and they live happily ever after and there's so many testimonials of women that and men who have gone on so basically you like enter the app you put in your age whatever sect of uh, Islam that you're in so I filled it all out do you drink? yes are you practicing? no and then they like put you in like a group <laughs> thank you so they're like oh yo so you like you drink too and i'm like yeah brother i <laughs> <laughs> do my brother he it was hilarious i was on it for like a day and i went off i was like this is too much i can't
0: that's hilarious it was though. so much fun that's so funny you know that's i just amazing. having i just had like like what would your pickup line on that be yeah you know, <laughs> you know, like what's your favorite verse in the quran <laughs> you know? like, yeah me too i love that one Yeah, you know, it's my favorite we're so one, we're man. so connected i knew it <laughs>
1: So true that's, I don't
0: that's know. what was coming up in my head yeah. i'm like what would be the difference on that or on this you know what i mean there i think it's just a lot more clean clean yeah you gotta clean be cut clean. if you
1: and if you want that go for it yeah, yeah. like my sudanese girlfriend in sudan i'm like girl go amender i'm like i think your hubby's on there she's like yes she's like i'm gonna go on it she's honest she's meeting all these guys i'm like it's amazing i was like yes <laughs> do it yeah. that works for you go for it
0: and i think nowadays it's just there's so many people ways for like you to meet someone yeah. you know there's even even Instagram could be like a thing. It's hard. It's harder, but like it's you, tough. yeah, you got a slide to slide in very. Tell you about my DMs. Oh, you've been getting some DMs.
1: Like especially from we, TikToking. Like it's just it's.
0: Is it linked to your Instagram? Huh?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, is that how it works though?
1: You don't have to. I just did it.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> it's on you.
1: <laughs> it's a hundred percent on me. But my DMs—they're just like every day I get like. Can I ask on a date? And I don't respond? to like, please. I'm like, dude, if you'd say please, you'd think I'm going to be like, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to. I
0: asked twice. Yeah, I, I asked polite. Th- You know, I respected no the first time. Politely. Exactly. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, one, th- one of the episodes you guys were talking about. So, okay, there's a lot to talk about here. But there's <laughs> <laughs> one of the episodes you were talking about texting, right? Texting. Dilemmas. Texting. Yeah, texting. This. Yeah, this one. Yeah. And I was like. And it kind of feeds into like this whole thing about this whole game that people play all yeah. right with like texting with like this and that listen i I fucking hate it okay why I, I hate it because I don't want to play games I know i'm very but maybe i'm a, it's just me I know what I want I know i'm looking for it's very simple if you're interested woohoo great we can let's let's see what happens if not peace like I'm not here to like play a game and maybe and this and that. So I hate playing the game, but I realize also that, unfortunately, you kind of have to.
1: You have to.
0: That's the thing, which I hate.
1: But though you have to. And let me tell you why you have to. Okay, tell me. Because there's a chase that men and women both love. And I'm saying it equally because I because everyone's like, no, it's just men that I love that it chase. No, it's women too. You don't want a guy that's too available at the beginning. You like a bit of mystery. I'm not saying it to like be like, well, I'm with other guys. No, it's more of like you want a mystery, mystery. Like it's a mystery to the to the element, the dynamic. Like say you don't respond to a guy for like he calls you if you didn't see it. I'm not saying ignore him on purpose. Don't text them for three Mm -hmm. hours. No, I'm not saying that. But like, if you are busy, be present with your friends. Call them after you're done. Like, hey, babe, like I was with my friends. Like, what's up? When you be too specific of where you were and I'm sorry, I'm going here and here and I'm here. It just, it it becomes like, where's like the mystery? Like, where's like the fun chase? At the beginning, at the very beginning. I'm talking like first month. After that, you've gotten to know the person more. So you've already let down your guard probably. That point doesn't matter. But for me, it's just, it's a little fun. To get to know someone through that, you're like, no. You're that's like, it's that, not fun. That's
0: just, that's me. That's just my thing. I'm what so, do
1: you mean, though? Like, if a girl was way too available for you, be like, okay, I'll cancel my plans with my friends. Oh, okay. Like, what, like, you would not be attracted to that. There's no way.
0: No, that's not, but that's not what I'm asking for. I'm not, I don't need that.
1: What do you want then?
0: I just like clear intentions. You know? Okay. You, explain you, a bit more what you mean. So, like, I don't need. I don't like a game to, for you to look like I don't like the game like for me to show like either I like her or vice versa, like she likes me. No. If we've been if we had a connection, if you're interested, if there's something, like be clear. You know, I don't like when it's not when the lines are blurry. And,
1: but I don't like that either. That's not what I'm saying either. What do you mean? I don't mean lines are blurry. That's the worst place to be in, by the exactly. way. exactly clear those up like ASAP.
0: That's what I think the game is though. Uh, it's in my in okay. my, my perspective, the game okay. is let us, is creating blurry lines for the same angle. Do you know what I mean?
1: Okay, my definition of the game is <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. completely different.
0: Okay, let's see. Okay.
1: <laughs> my definition of the game is kind of like not being too available for someone at the very beginning. And I don't mean like going and seeing 10 guys at one. No, I mean like just taking it very slow and making sure you're not always available to see the person. Women have an issue, and men do too, but women mostly, of dropping everything out and like going to see the guy or like going to spend time with the guy or going picking up the phone for the guy. Mm. It's like if I had plans, and I've been guilty of this too. I'm, I'm not like that anymore. But I remember like, few years ago, like, when I was dating this guy, I would, like, he would, like, invite me to a movie maybe two hours after. By the way, girls do this all the time. And every girl right now is nodding their head and they're saying, yes, I'm, I've done this. It's, oh, my guy invited me to a movie two hours after I made plans for my girls. Okay, let me tell the girls I'm ditching and I'm going to see the guy. Okay. We do this all the time. Okay. It's, it's terrible. So what I mean is, like, play the game of, like, you're not always available for them. Have a bit of mystery in that way. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. if you guys are like talking, you have a connection that's great. I think it should be from the start that intent is there. Yeah. But like have a bit of mystery.
0: Yeah. Okay. So That's what I mean. So if I've understood you correctly, it's you're like prioritizing correctly. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm with my friends. Whatever. Like do like stick to whatever you're planning to do. Yeah. Don't adjust that for this other girl or this other guy. For example. 100%. So it's all about the priorities. Yeah. Get your priorities right. Okay, that's fair. Straight. That's fair, man. It's so hectic.
1: I know it's hectic. I know.
0: I swear, in my mind, I'm like, I always think like it's it should be so simple, but life just shows you that it's it's not. It's, not.
1: it's never black and white. Like yeah. literally, it's never.
0: I know, and I just want black and white. I know. It's just so much easier to work with.
1: It is. You
0: know, it's like, oh no, nope, fantastic. Shake hands and we move. Like life goes on. You know. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. But one is like, oh, I don't know, maybe <laughs> I need to think. I'm like, what are you thinking about? Would you not? And do you think a lot of people, because coming on to the commitment episode that you guys (laughs) had, do you think a lot of people don't commit because they don't know what they want? Yeah. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. People don't know what they want. And then when they do know what they want and they try and search for it, they're not finding what they want. So they just like back down again. And it's kind of like a vicious loop that I think a lot of people go in. Um... I try to go into everything whenever I meet someone or go through life with zero expectations of the other person. I can only expect anything of myself and no one else. I'm not accountable for anyone else. Okay. So I think commitment, always girls ask us like, okay, I've been seeing this guy for a month or two and like, how do I get him to commit? How do I get him to make it exclusive? And should, like, should I like plant the idea in his head? The best the game, like, do I plant the idea in his head? I'm like, no, be upfront. You like this guy. It's been two months. Be upfront. Be like, hey, I like you. I would like to be exclusive. I don't. Want to, I'm not saying you have to bring out the big scary word of boyfriend, girlfriend. But no, like, I really like you. I've enjoyed our time together. I don't want to see anyone else. I just want to see you. Let's be exclusive. Okay. Yes or no. Either way, you're winning.
0: Yeah. Either way, you have your answer.
1: Yeah, you're not going to waste any more time if he says no. You deserve better anyways. If he says yes, great.
0: You got what you wanted. You got what you wanted, yeah. Yeah.
1: I just, I don't think about, girls are like, when is too soon? There's never like a time. But for me, it's always like first month or two. That's how I am. I'm very impatient too, but that's how I am. Okay. First month or two, I want to know.
0: So it's, yeah. So it takes for you after two months, you either want to know like, is something worth continuing for yourself or, you know. Because you're
1: investing your time, effort, and emotions at the end of the day.
0: True. Very true. You
1: don't want to get yourself hurt six down, months down the line. That's how I believe.
0: Yeah. No, I... I you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I totally, totally... Like, with that part of being just upfront, I totally agree with, you know. Um, I had a friend recently. She was seeing this guy, and I don't know what. And she's like, uh, like, we've been seen each other for a few, couple months, you know. Mm. And, it's like, I want to tell him, like, you know, like, exactly what you said. I want it to be this. And she's scared. Like, what if he's not? And I to- told her exactly what you said. Like, cool. you win either way. You know what I mean? She either, does. Either she really you does. get what you want. Yeah. But... If it, if you don't get what you want, like be prepared for that. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Because I've I've made that mistake. I've I've been you know on the other side too of not getting you know what I wanted out of something, and it sucks.
1: It does suck. You know
0: it does. There's no sugar like no sugarcoating it. So go in with hope, but like calculated hope.
1: Calculated hope. I like that. I want to use that. Do you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you want the like you want the best situation. Like hope for the best, as a plan for the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
1: Man, so. so, are you scared of commitment? Huh? <laughs>
0: me? Not in my experience. No, I'm serious. N- yeah, no, but I'm laughing because if <laughs> the people who know me, if you ask them, they'd be like, "I'm probably the most opposite of that."
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. And,
0: and in my experience, unfortunately, it hasn't worked out the other way around. Okay. Yeah, from their from like from their side, or they okay. you know they didn't see. People don't see what I learned over the last few years is people don't see things the same way as you do. What do I mean by that? Yeah. So you, me and you, let's say have a connection, right? So in my, from my perspective, we both agree that there's a connection. But what that connection means to me is not necessarily what it means to you. Not in value, but the meaning of it. Do you understand what I mean? You might see me, I'm like, okay, this guy's just a friend of mine, and I might see you, for example, I'm like, oh no, this could be someone, you know, a pot- yeah. potential. Yeah. So that is a very it's a very slight but it's a very key distinction so true
1: by the way you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah and that's why in my experience a lot of times i interpret it that way and plus that the word connection also i think is a bad word for that because to connect means like you're coming together it's the same thing and i think it just creates a different you know thing around it but yeah so for me commitment is not my issue at all (laughs) at all that is
1: refreshing to hear
0: i honestly i'd like to be in a relationship like a hundred percent you know what i mean but I'm also very, like, I'm very direct and I'm very clear. This is how it is. Interrupt. That's it. I don't need, you know, the like. Doesn't it doesn't need to be hectic? I've already done all the hecticness. I'm done. I'm good.
1: That's how you learn, though. Of course. That's how you know what you want of now. Course. You know. And
0: when people say like, "Oh no, guy, like, we like the chase." I'm like, who the fuck likes the chase? Like, what is this chase that you guys like? I don't understand. Like, okay, yeah. I get. I, I'm not saying like you don't want the girls to... It's not about the girl necessarily being, like, so open and blah, blah, blah. But as long as she's clear and interested as well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll chase. This is the thing. Give me something to chase. Okay. I'm there. Okay. I will chase. But, don't,
1: but, but I be honest. You yeah, do please. like chasing, like, a little bit. I'm not saying, like, she's so, showing no interest and, in, like, fighting for her attention. No. I mean, like, you like that she gives you, like, a bit and, like... You're like okay, like there's interest, like okay, like I want to ask her, like you know, like yeah. that bit of a chase. Guys yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, that's it's fine. It's in
1: your blood.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. with me. but I wouldn't even call that. That's I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know if I'd call that chasing because I feel chasing. You're like trying to get something that you might. Do you think like,
1: chasing is negative? Like it's a negative thing? I
0: see it as a negative thing. Okay. Do you understand that's what I fair, mean? Yeah. Yeah, but what, from what you're saying is, I completely agree with it. It's about interest. If you show me interest, I'll put in the effort. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm. I'm more than happy to. Cause I've put in the effort before, and when there was none, and you know, so that's why. I, but again, you fucking live and learn. Man. <laughs> live and learn. God damn. I, I know. I know. I just wish everyone had a book. It's like, yo, don't do this, do this, do that, and you're like, all right, great. And, and you're, you're like, still be, we're just and you're live. still be wrong. Yeah, hundred I mean, percent. That's still how it wrong. is. But I don't know.
1: I think I was also like, I'm not scared of commitment. Like, like, what are all these guys? Da, da, da. But then I realized I was like, I'm kind of scared of commitment with the wrong. Person and not in a way because I know no matter what experience comes into my life, it's meant to be there for something, but scared of like, how am I gonna take on their like when you're in a relationship? I think. Something I failed to, not fail, but like I learned from is like, I'm taking on a responsibility of someone else's emotions too. It's not just my emotions. You have to be, Mm -hmm. you have to be aware of the Mm -hmm. person, how they're feeling, Mm -hmm. what they've been through, how their day was. And for me, it's not that I'm selfish, but I'm like, no, I want to be super aware of what the other person is going through and I want to be ready for that to commit to that. But then I also think that the other part of my brain goes, when you find the right person, that's when you're going to be super aware just like naturally. It's just going to become like, that's like your person.
0: Okay. Does and, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what, I get what you mean about, because I think you said it 100% correctly, yeah. that when you're in a relationship, that does come with another layer of responsibility.
1: Yeah, it does. Even
0: to Even to the decisions you make. Yeah. For example, let's say, you know, we're in a relationship and I decide, yo, I want to go like, travel or like move like somewhere three months yeah i want to like, move for like three months like no you can't do, when you're in a relationship with someone you can't do that you have a responsibility to the other person's emotions to the other person's needs as well but so i think that's
1: why a lot of relationships fail
0: with well for like for what?
1: I, like i think a lot of relationships fail because they forget that there's another person in the relationship it's not just me 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 really yeah i think you uh, think I so think, yeah because i think some of our decisions are we're only putting ourselves first and not the other person we don't know how the how our decisions are going to affect the other person sometimes.
0: So we just, yeah. You just we, act- just, we just
1: do you but when you're actually like with the right person. I think this is also when, so when a lot of my girlfriends break up, I'm like, that just wasn't your person. Yeah. Just it wasn't the person for you. Like, but he did this and he did that. I'm like, yeah, because he was thinking about himself. He wasn't thinking about you. True. That means he was, that means that you're not his person and that's okay. Yeah cry for a week i'll bring you ben and jerry's then we're gonna get over it girl (laughs) i'm like the best bestest best person to have if you're going through a breakup i will like call you every morning i send you good morning beautiful i'm like girl you're gonna rock this day with my guy friends i'm like you got this man so
0: what's the what's the lana breakup uh strategy like how do we how do we how do do or like the fix how do we get over that
1: okay no contact rule first rule no contact rule. That's you it. mute them off social media. It's everything huh? You block them off WhatsApp if you have to, if you like are gonna get drunk one night and you like feel like you're gonna text them. Yeah. Block them off WhatsApp, archive the chat, delete the chat, whatever you have to do, no contact rule, minimum a month. What that's gonna do is A, because we always say guys always come back, mm-hmm. A, they're either gonna come back saying, like, I miss you, I miss you, and then B, you would have gotten the chance to have gotten over it maybe a bit, or it depends how long the relationship was and how much of an effect it has. You either get to get over and you get to get over him. Mm. I mean as much as like a month gives or whatever it is, but I think it just it's a win win situation. No contact.
0: No contact. Yeah. I think that's honestly I think that's probably and then the right you move. give
1: yourself two days to eat like shit hmm. and not work out. Hmm. And then you Bring yourself up, and you go and you work out you every yeah. single day. And yeah. I, I'm like, I'm a crazy workout person. As you see how much energy I have, I couldn't have this energy <laughs> if I didn't work out. Cause I just didn't know what to do with myself. So like, I always like have my girls on class pass, I invite them to boxing classes. We so can punch <laughs> the shit out of the bag. Make sure the guy's face is just like in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically the strategy. And then just distract, 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 distract. Write down your feelings in a journal. And I think with those four tools, you will... You're, in a, good spot. you're in a good spot. You're in a good spot. I guarantee okay.
0: it. I think that's fair. I that's like fair. them. I agree with them. I agree with them. I think they would work.
1: What do you do after a breakup?
0: <sighs> <laughs> uh, me? I, well, it depends. At different points, from, I've, I've, again, I've only had one relationship. But if you're going to count... The did not happens i guess um probably a lot yeah i'm sure yeah, i'm sure i'm sure i don't yeah. doubt you 100% <laughs> you know what i mean but it is what it is um for me it was always whenever something bad like really happened to me especially over the last few years every i just took that like what that pain that hurt whatever it was and i just like fucking doubled down on like making Khalid better whether that's Working out more Whether that's reading more Whether that's that Because I know that I always feel If I'm improving I'm I'm happy mm. That For me that's my goal Like to get better every day So if I'm getting better every day And I have this That I'm trying to like process I just throw it into that And like I accelerate it So that's how I That's how I deal with it And of course you know I've got Alhamdulillah Great friends yeah. around me And I think that's super important Having a good,
1: support system Yeah a
0: support system Because yeah, sometimes it's Yeah sometimes it's hard Yeah it's really difficult. It is. Yeah. What do you think about the dating culture here, though? Do you think it's, like, easy to meet people? <sighs> no, or it's do you- terrible. And, like, do you meet, like, finding the right people do you know do you know what i mean like it's it's a bit it's i feel it's a bit messy over here but i don't know if it's different in other countries or like that's just how this is the the dubai you know scene you know what i mean there's
1: a couple problems with here because dubai is a very temporary place right it's not like you can sit here and be here for like 30 years retire unless you have parents here like me and you do yeah so we have families here we have our houses here our parents are probably staying here for a long time but people who are like just expats they've come here to work that is their main goal they don't have family here they don't have attachments like they've just come here to work for two three years their contracts and then probably go back to their home countries. Yeah. So that's a that's a problem because you're it's temporary. Yeah. People aren't looking for long lasting relationships in their temporary place. Of course, there are the situations where they meet and they fall in love and they get married and then they both continue off somewhere. Yeah. That's problem number one. Problem number two is that for some reason, even when you're out in a bar in a club, I find when I was in the States, being approached by men was so much more and more common than it is here. And I think women here are a bit standoffish, and I'm also a victim to this that I will be at a bar and a guy, random guy don't know, don't know his friends, don't know anything, will come and be like, Hey, can I buy you a drink? Dokri, I wanna say no. Because for some reason we've had in this mind that like we just wanna like know the people in our crew and our clique and who we are associated with who and what what what. Mm. So I think with that, like we were introduced by our friend Yassi. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know if I would have talked to you really like that long if like I didn't know that we had like mutual friends.
0: Sure. To yeah. be honest, yeah. like that's
1: kind of like how it is here. And it's bad. I'm not, I, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's healthy. But I think it's, it's an issue. And then I think the third thing is we've, we've kind of like the dating apps, like Tinder and stuff. This is before, but Tinder and stuff. like this is a, all, Three of my friends are engaged to people they met on Tinder in America.
0: My ex got married to her, uh, her, the guy she met See? on Tinder. See, like,
1: yeah. it's, it's so common. We, yeah. don't, we haven't really di- I mean, now I think more than ever, but we didn't really dive into that channel of meeting people. Mm, okay. Until very recently, okay. Uh, I yeah. mean, that's also the people I surround myself with. So, but like I know my girlfriends like now are all dating guys, really from Bumble or seeing guys really? or talking to guys. Yeah, which is interesting. That's interesting. It's not like that a year ago.
0: You think what was Corona the thing that changed yeah, all this? Do you think so?
1: We were forced to go on dating apps. How else we're we gonna socialize?
0: That's true. That's and interesting that in the years time. That much has cha- seems to have changed. So it. I googled like, that?
1: how much the percentage. Because I'm just I'm a freak with metrics, and also I'm social media. I's, this is this is what I work in. So I okay. googled okay. Uh, how much percentage went up in the UAE for Bumble. Give me a number from the age. Let me give me the age range. Yeah, 21 to 36.
0: How much did it increase? Yes. I'll say the number that comes to me is 36 percent.
1: 42.
0: Oh, that was close.
1: They're pretty close, right okay, there. That's yeah. pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Forty-two percent. <laughs> that's a shitload. That's insane. Yeah, that's a lot. They got millions of new users, me including me. Like, so I think, I mean, we need to like use that more.
0: Mm.
1: Anyways, yeah, those are my thoughts. But it is, it's a hard dating culture here. Yeah. Because I find yeah. when I'm in New York and I'm in DC and I'm back with my friends, like it's like fluid. Yeah. People just come up to you. Guys are buying you shots. People and, and you don't feel like. I don't know why I'm more relaxed there when I probably it's safer here to have a guy buy me a drink, but I just think it's the environment that we put in that like of these cliques and these groups and these social circles that give us a stigma that we should not be talking to guys that we don't know.
0: That's a, I think that's a very important point. Yeah. Dubai is super clicky. You know, we it all is. we all have our own friends, we all have our own cliques,
1: especially and the people that grew up here. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> we're terrible. Hundred <laughs> percent. So bad. Yeah,
0: like I, I, don't, I like I love meeting new people, and you know, but you can meet a lot of new people but if you're honest with yourself how often do you chill, chill with those new people you don't really unless you're like someone in or someone's putting in that effort to create a new group or a new like kind of relationship with you or whatever you know whatever it might be but yeah and also the point you mentioned that girls are like super standoffish here oh yeah
1: I'm sure as a guy you can yeah, see yeah, that all yeah. my guy friends always tell me I don't
0: even bother honestly yeah I'm, I'm like there's like, honestly like no point you know yeah. I'm for me, I think the best way, like you said, is the friend route. It Honestly, friends of friends. It's just easy. Why? Because, and this, is, and this is, when you think about it, this is the annoying thing, is because it's the approach, right? You, Let's say you're a girl at a bar, I'm approaching you, you're standoffish. I could be the same guy and the same girl, but, like, I know that like, a friend introduced us. And that thing's gone, and uh, you can still have, the whole point is to have, like, a, I don't know, each guy's different but at least from my perspective is let me have a conversation with this person like what what are they about Like, what's she about but it's just two similar situations one yeah. slight difference it's but like I'm, barrier I, exactly yeah. I'm going to the same goal again I, I just want to have a conversation and then you see what happens from there yeah yeah but yeah, it's not easy here. It's
1: not easy, but it's okay. That's why we have open platforms where we talk about this. Stuff. Hell yeah! So hopefully we can make it easier for people I, to meet their soulmates.
0: I hope so. I hope I do so. Too. If anyone's listening, guys, good luck.
1: Yeah, good luck out there. We're <laughs> here
0: for you. Um. So you mentioned that um, your listeners, I've heard on a couple podcasts, your listeners always send you guys uh, stories, yes, and stuff. So as we, as always, the names are not included. Of course, I never include names. what was uh, what was I guess a story that either was crazy or one that really stood out for you from, like, all the the ones you, like, read?
1: (sighs) Let me think. So, a girl messaged, so we did a thing on interracial relationships and different religion relationships. Okay. uh, Like, race, religion, culture. And a girl sent me... A really, really sad. She sent us a really sad story. I don't even think we mentioned it. Mentioned a bit of it on the podcast episode because it was really like broke my heart. Tell you two crazy stories. So basically, she was Sudanese and the guy was Syrian, and when he brought her home to now this is older generation. Like we're we even talked about this that our generation really isn't like this. I don't think we we are as judgmental on Mm. like their race and religion if you date outside of a religion like it's the biggest deal yeah she's sudanese muslim he was syrian Christian. he brought her home and the parents were like you are not allowed to marry someone in a different race or different religion get out of our house to the girl wow Wow. yeah and they've been dating for like two years at this point like that just like broke my heart i was like like what do you do like what fight do you put up when the parents of the guy you're in love with doesn't accept you because of something you cannot change.
0: True. That
1: is something I yeah. can't grasp. I can't even comprehend it. Yeah. It's, it sucks. But uh, we like responded to her. We're like, thank you so much for sharing your story. Like we hope it helps other people. And she said she, like, she had to end it because she was like, it was affecting me so much mentally that I couldn't do it anymore. Mm. She ended it. I was like, then well, probably he wasn't the right guy for you. And, and and that's okay. Like you will pick up and you will move on. Another story was a girl, I'm not gonna say what country, but okay. was getting um, physically abused by okay. her boyfriend okay. and uh, messaged us about it, and we had a, done a episode on like abuse and stuff, and so like we directed her to like the right resources and stuff. But of course, like we give the funny jokes, we talk about dating, we talk about the game, we talk about not to show a guy too much interest, whatever, whatever. But these there are real issues out yeah, there that yeah, we yeah. do want to address on our podcast. It's not only fluffy, it's mm-hmm. also like raw and real. I think that's what DX Babies does really well yeah hopefully
0: yeah that's the 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 integration one that you were just talking about um that sucks like, sucks and this is the, okay so this is something that i like i think about and like well, this is where me and like my parents and i think me and maybe a lot of our parents would like different right so not about Uh, like disrespecting my family it's not about not caring what they think about the person that i'm going to be with of course i do of course i do but the question i ask myself at the end of the day i'm like who am i doing this for Mm. do you know what i mean i shouldn't need to make you happy so i can be happy do you know what i mean and i know that's a very very hard thing to like decide and like come to of course if you you want them on your side of course 100 percent. and i'm not saying to go against them but the question i just asked myself is like at the end of the day man who's like wh- yeah wh- who am i doing this for do i have to do this to make them happy or do i do this if i want to make myself happy what yeah. do you th- what do you think
1: so I believe it's you're a tough allowed, it's tough it's I believe tough, yeah. you're allowed one fight in your life I think I told you this and if it's the fight of the person that you're gonna love then you fight it if it's not then you don't so if this person is a different religion a different race whatever and you know this is your soulmate in life then you fight your parents for it you fight you fight you fight If you could even, there's even a doubt in your brain of like there is maybe, maybe this isn't the right person, maybe they're right, maybe the different religions of how we're gonna raise our kids might be an issue, the culture, Mm. then you end it. And then if you are meant to be, you will be. Just naturally, this is how the universe works. You will come naturally together. I think for me, I for a long time was like, who cares if I date a guy of a different religion or culture? Whatever, whatever. Then as I got older, I not that I'm old, I'm 26. But as I got older with my experiences, sure. I was like, culture is actually very important to me. I want someone that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with to understand my culture. That's actually, religion, forget about, I'm not religious. But culture is something that's very important to who I am mm. and what and how I was raised and stuff. And knowing Arabic and knowing the values and morals that come with an Arab household. That's what's important to me. I want my other half to know that. And I want him to understand that okay so that for me is like where that comes into play but when i hear stories like my cousin was dating a african-american guy okay a christian she's syrian muslim he has like the cross tattooed over and like this was like world war three yeah i can imagine this was like world war three like mm-hmm. like he was like it was disastrous and they yeah. actually ended so and it was actually his parents who also had an issue with her mm. being a muslim arab girl mm-hmm. so it's just it's it's very interesting to see like how both races both different religions have the exact yeah, same yeah. issue exactly it's crazy
0: yeah <laughs> it's actually sure. crazy
1: to think about yeah
0: because it's, like, it's the same thing from diff- two different sides. Yeah. It's the same argument. It's literally <laughs> exact right?
1: same argument. She doesn't understand our religion. She doesn't understand our culture. She wasn't raised in America. She wasn't this, this, this. Like, she's Arab. Like, what do they know about us? Uh, like, it's, it's crazy. It's the exact same argument. And you know what? It ended. The relationship ended. And she told me she was like something that I, I like other reasons it ended, but she was like, actually didn't realize how much my culture actually means to me. And it would mm-hmm. probably be one of my mm-hmm. defining factors in how I raise my children.
0: Yeah. I think, I think it's a good point that you talked about. Especially our generation, I don't there are, like there yeah. are people who that's still something that's super important to them, like the religion and stuff like that. Yeah. But um I think culture is an important one. It yeah. just I think it just makes it just easier. You it know what is mean? easier. It's more relatable. Yeah. So you both know like when you have like whatever the issues with your family or like whatever where yeah, I might yeah, be yeah. raising the kids, you know, you have some kind of common ground I yeah. guess do you know what I mean to like build build from because I think when it is different cultures it might be more not not saying it doesn't work and can't work at all but it's gonna be more challenging that's for sure Cause you just, it will
1: it just will be more challenging yeah
0: cause you just grew up in different ways
1: my mom always says this marriage is hard so decrease the amount of obstacles that come in your way
0: yeah, that's what they tell. Yeah, that's, that's what that's yeah. my mom us yeah. to me on a
1: daily basis. Yeah. It's already hard. Yeah, decrease the chances yeah. of having obstacles and challenges in the future. And I'm like, no, you're right. Like you're 100 percent right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's, that's the smart thing to do. Yeah, me too. You know, I'm like just. Like, life's already hectic, man. I'm like, I'm not... I think
1: hectic I, is the word of the day.
0: That, that's my word. Like, no, my, my parents my, my parents used to, like, hate it. They're like, you always say this word, and, like, like a hectic. couple years later, and now they smash it. They're it? Yeah, yeah. They're like, Khalid, you so hectic. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but so like, are you guys, yeah. man. That's why.
1: Like you raised me. Yeah,
0: exactly. But, man, no, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> man, this has been... An
1: amazing! It's absolutely amazing. I've been really enjoying my time. It's been
0: so fun. Uh, the beginning was not how I expected, but it was. I'm so happy we had to get to have that kind of conversation. And I think a lot of people can relate to dating that we talked about. Can relate yeah. to the therapy. I think you know if anyone needs therapy as well, guys go go do it. Don't be ashamed. Yeah, you know everyone can help. What's the last message that you'd like people to take home for today?
1: <laughs> Follow me on DX Babies. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, plug actually, it in. Actually, <laughs> DX Babies podcast, everyone. We're on, we're on every platform. No, but I think something I said earlier, that vulnerability is a beautiful gift that you give to the world and yourself. Believe it, be authentic and organic. Life will work out for you. you Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Anytime. My pleasure. You heard it here, guys. Be authentic, be yourself, and everything else will figure it out. Yeah. Thanks, as always, for listening, guys. And, as always... Hope it helps. Peace.